Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by another one of Bloody Dudley Boys, <laughs> Michael Huffler from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Mm. What Culture Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. We get to make money from that now. Uh-huh. Where we do daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review SmackDown, but also uh, the show formerly known as NXT2, but... Oh, we've done about AW Collision pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown tonight and the Go Home Show ahead of this weekend's Fastlane premium live event. Can you uh, press the game button? Oh, straight away, straight out of the gate. Not the game button. It's time to play the game! Time to play the game. Hamlet gets to talk about a good wrestling show for the first time since the Raw review. <laughs> because I want to talk about last week's SmackDown if I can. Oh yeah, I forgot earlier on this week it was just me talking about this show in a studio by myself because of all the madness of Wrestle Dream and that. I was absolutely gutted to miss the show. Uh, the system doesn't work. Uh, it's profoundly broken, but. Normally, I try and add a bit of a light-hearted spin to that, but if I go deep, it's going to get too dark for a Friday wrestling show, so we'll just say it's absolutely catastrophically broken for yeah. Christ's sake, but the Tories out next year. Um, Smackdown last week <laughs> was troublingly good. Told you. Uh, yeah, that's why it was so troubling. The You were trying to charm me. You're like mm-hmm. a snake in the studio <laughs> trying to charm me into thinking uh, that there might be, Triple H might be cooking up something with this Jimmy Uso. He's cooking everywhere else. So it stands to reason it would be cooking with this Jimmy Uso character. And I was willing to give you basically just enough rope to hang yourself with it. I was going to be like, right, well, well, that was pretty good, but you have to understand why this is a pretty major problem and why everything that happened immediately after SummerSlam is a gaping plot hole, which, by the way, it still is. Like, these characters oh, are yeah, in the moment, like, tiptoeing around, like, an enormous... You know, like, how, like, we've absolutely knackered the planet and, like, sinkholes open up. Yeah. And, like, cars just... Maybe I just keep driving when I not fall into it. I love it when people are like, well, the summer wasn't that great. Well, September's the hottest it's ever been, so... <laughs> yeah. we're, uh, we're keeping our fingers crossed for a boiling December. <laughs> um, oh, like, there's still this massive plot hole that, like, a lot of the characters are tiptoeing around, and Roman Reigns himself will have to do it when he returns to SmackDown next week. Or NXT, the way things are going. Well, indeed, yeah. I mean, you want to turn up on the A-show. Um, but Jimmy Uso, last week, continued what I believe to be them finding that character's voice, finally, and running with it. Yep. The pop in the Hamlet house 
when he stuck his hand out for the microphone, yeah. was probably only beaten by the one in the Wilborn house, which I think I could hear from the Hamlet house. Oh, my God. Like, that was a really inspired bit, right? And then he takes that light switch flat back for me, him slapping on my head, <laughs> right? And it, oh, I know this guy, right? I know who he is. Finally, finally I get this guy um, completely blind to his own stupidity mm -hmm. to how he doesn't have the trust and the faith of his family every week tell us to go and negs him on a high five i'm now the plot hole that i think is a major problem i'm now wanting to manifest a way in which he's like almost like no selling romans like they're out in the ring and you know when Roman would come out of the bloodline, would all look really nervous. You know, in the old days, like terrified. Oh, great to see your boss. Like, oh God, please, I hope he doesn't turn on me. Soon. Yeah, I've done all that. I want Jimmy Uso to kind of like, be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you get going, uh, Tribal <gasps> Chief, uh, great to see. You. I'm sure you've been watching the TV. Got to catch up. Uh, how where are we at with that jet? Can't change my mind. Like, I'll take the jet. Like, double down. Like, take that plot hole and make something of it. Yeah. Like, sure, you've been watching the last few weeks. I've kind of been kicking ass. Let's ignore what happened at Fastlane where Ellen Knight beat me because, spoiler alert, for our YouTube video is out there now. Me and Wilborn covering the predictions. Is it a podcast as well? Yeah, it's out. Yeah, it came out yesterday, in um, fact. You'll know what my, me and Wilborn think about Fastlane at large. And indeed, you'll know what we think of the show early next week. But I do believe that Jimmy Uso will be the reason why the team loses. Yep. He's going to no-sell that too. He's going to be like, yeah, yeah, ignore that. Like, if you've seen what I've been doing the last few weeks, I'm, I'm bloodline for life, if anything. Like, aren't you, aren't you dead pleased that I helped you win the title at SummerSlam? I hope you've enjoyed your month off. You're welcome, by the way. Just just the whole deal. Like, and let's see where it goes from there. Because last week, I thought Jimmy Uto's performance was tremendous. I, oddly, fitting that he's going to be positioned against LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Because whilst I'm absolutely coming around to the booking... On evidence, I'm not sure the singles matches are there to sustain this push. <laughs> Sound familiar? Uh, the stuff that he was doing with AJ Styles was pretty rank, um, but the tag stuff with Solo feels about right. Yes. And I think the match, I don't expect a um, don't expect a technical classic, but like a technical classic we watched last week, expect to be charmed all the same. Yeah, like there's four massive stars in there, and it's going to feel big time. And LA Knight will win, and that's going to be nice. And the um, character motivations of everybody feel quite tight at the moment. Like, Jimmy Uso now has a reason to get serious and want to beat John Cena and LA Knight. But Jimmy and Solo do not look on the stars' level. Like, mm. they're, they're now, as the bloodline, they're the ones going in as the underdogs. They just don't happen to know that they're the Or Jimmy doesn't like to know they're the underdogs. And I really like that dynamic for Fastlane. Yeah. I'm assuming on tonight's show that'll be what's played with. Like, the baby faces don't necessarily trust each other. LA Knight especially is wary of John Cena's respect, and how much does that really mean? You know, like, do I do I need... Should I really be kowtowing to you? Yeah, should I really yeah, be, yeah. Should I really be extending the hand of friendship, as they'll have to do literally in a tag match on Sunday or Saturday? When's Fastlane? Saturday. On Saturday. Thanks, Nick Khan. Um, they'll play with all of that, and that'll be where you get the tease that maybe, just maybe, Solo and Jimmy are going to get it done. But they're not. No. Really good SmackDown. Really like the sort of Cena for all of his histrionics, sometimes ruining moments. I thought he got the LA Knight stuff just right. Yeah. And you know, the cla the more cartoonish he was, the better LA Knight looked by comparison. Because here was this neon, day glow, divisive former star. Cena warts and all. You know, we talk about punk warts and all. Yeah. Like with, with CM Punk, like if you want the 
what is it? You want the ball, you're going to get the horns. Yeah. The same punk's work gives me the horn. But like, <laughs> John Cena's like that as well for very different reasons. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of good when John Cena rocks back up. You're also going to get a lot of John Cena, sometimes too much. But he was so preposterous in his facials and he's like, <laughs> like, it's like, ah, oh, you're so lame. In contrast, he's the coolest guy in the world, LA Knight. <laughs> that was quite effective. Yeah. I think tonight, maybe you see the bloodline target LA Knight and to be like, well, we took everyone else out. Yeah. Ashanti the Adonis isn't making it to first lane. <laughs> no. Um, and we already have... Who would have called that, by the way? Taking out all the possible other contenders to partner John Cena. I just wish someone had seen this one coming. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. So it's like WWE is plotting so well at the moment that there is a bunch of victory laps to take week after week after week after week because they would advise you a direction it goes in. It goes in that direction. And it turns out that when you pay things off, it's actually just relatively satisfying. Like, maybe, maybe we should... Like, think about putting the eight into celebrate because I'll take a lot of these eight out of ten. Yeah. They made me feel happy week on week. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, they've established that John Cena is more than happy to take a handicap match at Fastlane mm-hmm. and literally the only person who was willing to risk it all, well, other than AJ Styles, who, of course, has been hospitalised. And the only other person uh, that would do that is LA, LA Knight. So tonight should be Bloodline MO, take out LA Knight. The balance, that was pretty good as well because for John Cena... The guy you had kind of a bit of a checkered history, should we say, with burials and exactly how seriously he took everything. I thought they got that just right. The handicap match, he wasn't doing that thing where it's like, well, I'll beat everybody. Give me the belt and I'll beat everybody. Bob Holly type thing. He was taking the match as a hero, but also selling the realistic threat of Solo and Jimmy. It made yeah. them look dangerous. But now it's two on two, but suddenly the heels are overmatched. Yeah. I feel like the baby faces have got this one. It's like this weird modern mega powers outfit between LA. It's great. What they're frigging doing is great because they've spotted on Raw that Cody and Owens and Zayn and now Jey Uso made this like awesome babyface super collective and they've thought Smackdown should have one of them mm-hmm. and they've done it. LA Knight and John Cena are that. Yeah. It's great. Tonight I'd have uh, maybe have the Bloodline send a message and they say tonight we're going we're gonna to have a match. And you're like, okay, a lot of people want to get their own back. Mm. <laughs> you know, Carl Anderson, for example, off last week. Uh, anyone that they jump backstage, you can just pick from the roster page. And they just say, well, that's why we're going to issue an open challenge to any local competitors <laughs> who want to have a match. And yeah, Solo Sokoa and uh, Jimmy Uso destroy them, featuring Jimmy Uso doing the uh, LA Knight elbow. LA Knight wanker symbol. One, two, three. No notes. Except one counter offer. Jimmy Uso dresses up as John Cena. Yes. <laughs> Comes out in all the merch, the whole deal, in the jorts, uh, and like thinks I'm I'm you're a mockery at this point, you're a parody, like LA Knight. You're might, faking it till you make it. There we go. Like LA Knight might be your friend, but we can we can see through this act, John, and then you get a bit of bloodline law because Solo gets really livid with this whole deal and rips away the shirt like Jay once did to Sammy. Oh, rips away the John Cena shirt. Yeah. Sends the cap flying into the crowd and like, no, get serious. Get with it. Otherwise, we're going to get our asses. I don't even like you anymore. I don't think, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm stuck with you. Well, you mentioned Jay. Mm-hmm. I'm nothing if not fair and balanced. You were not happy about the fact that Cody and Jay are also going to be on this show alongside, well, not alongside, but also the Judgment Day are going to show up as well yeah. ahead of uh, their big match for the Undisputed Tag Titles on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let this play out, but I don't like it, no. I think 
I've been so into the Jey Uso. So Jey Uso is a um, divisive figure in the Raw locker room. That's the kayfabe story. Yes. It is the driver behind Drew McIntyre's heel turn. It is the driver potentially behind huge dissension on what we've kind of forecast as the Babyface War Games team on Raw. Maybe a tease of that tonight. Owens and Zayn not getting that title shot. And they're, you know, outward. I think it was a digital exclusive or something I saw where they're kind of like, oh, they win. Good for them, the whole deal. But nonetheless, that can linger in the background. And yeah, a tease tonight for the War Games match that we think is going to occur. What if we've got an eight-man tonight? Judgment Day and the Bloodline teaming up against Cody J, Cena and LA Knight. Right. Now, this is amazing. It's an oh, my God. You're kind of pissing on your own chips for Survivor Series there, aren't you? Loads. AEW have done this with last two collisions, haven't they? You know, it's like all-star eight-men where they just like take... And it's fantastic. Like Every go-home collision should have one. It's a Mm. really fun collection of guys because obviously it's only to support the pay-per-view matches. But you do all of a sudden think, oh my God, look, he's across the ring from so-and-so. And there is something to that. I would absolutely hate that as a hot-shotted match tonight. I'm already... I wouldn't, but I'm a mark. No, but I get it right. I'm already on edge. This is the thing, I said this on the Raw, for my own balance, on the Raw review, I said, I do not like this development, but I can't wait to see it. Like, I don't, Jey Uso shouldn't really be having an awkward corridor standoff with Jimmy. He shouldn't be on the other side of the ring of an eight-man. But I could see them doing it because it's like, oh, what happens when they tag in? And then you tease that one out till the very, very end. I, don't, I think keeping them away for as long as possible yeah. was the play. and. When I say as long as possible, I mean much longer than what we're currently getting. So I'm not convinced over this. But it was clearly a, a late choice. I felt like the Raw 8-man tag was a fast lane match, and then maybe injuries have I agree. put paid to that, and they thought, we'll go with the tag. Um, I, I get it. I think they want to do some hard sell last minute. It's for the belts, you know. We're, like, going to win the belts. Um, have Damian Priest and... Have Damian Priest and Finn Balor have their little flare up again where they've been fine for a few weeks, but there's a, and it's JD McDonough in the middle. Come on guys, keep it together. We're, we're judgment day, right? We're judgment day. Yeah. We're just F off. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, as we've, again, go and listen to the fast lane pod, watch the video. We've talked about how JD McDonough might feature into something else that Damian mm-hmm. Priest doing on the pay-per-view, but I, I get it. I get all this late angle stuff, but I try if you can, do you know what I'd love, right? Because it's, uh, Triple H is cooking, etc. Uh-huh. Show me a way in which Jimmy and Jay can't interact. Have the Judgment Day stuff first, and Jay, like, say, I didn't know I'd feel walking back into this SmackDown locker room when, like, they open the show. Why not? Yeah. Send them out there first. And when I get backstage there, I know there's going to be a lot of difficult conversations. I might even have to crack a few heads. Like, but let's just see how this plays out. Judgment Day come out, big brawl, something like that. Brawls off into the streets. You see Cody and Jay speed off after them in a car. I don't know, something more creative than that. But a reason why. Oh, they were going to oh, they were gonna meet up and now they've been ships passing in the night. And then there it is, right? So you see the car chase in the car park, in the parking lot. And you see uh, Judgment Day speed off in a purple Chevy, obviously. Oh, my God. And Cody and Jay follow them in one of Cody's branded pickup trucks or his big bus. Uh, somebody, reminded me, somebody reminded me of the Cody verse this week when Cody had, like, QT in a submission move on top of his bus. <laughs> Cody verse gone mental in AEW. Great. That's, that's worth looking back into week on week, I think, one day. Just to, just to what the hell was going on there? Yeah. Um, yeah, they speed off, and then the Bloodline limo arrives. Yes. And, like, you just see them, what was that? A bit of commotion, and you know we know they don't watch SmackDown, so they've not been watching what's Cody's going on. Cody's parked in the Bloodline's 
parking space. And that, yeah, yes. And to make a point of it, it's like, I'm not, but then he, because he drives away to speed after them, just as they go away, the blue line arrive. Oh, parking space is just there. Thanks. And it was right. so it was so close. We could have had a could have had a thing, and now we can't have a thing. Oh, I love it. I, I, I want them to care. Civic's right when he says that you know, like it's Ron Smackdown. Like where Jay is comes to his locker room. All those wrestlers that are angry with him could have got him months ago. Like I, I get that, mm-hmm. but I can subscribe to the kayfabe if they preserve it enough. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm not as bothered, probably because I'm slightly biased, about Cody and Jay suddenly showing up on this show because in my head, I can do the headcanon of Cody's the draft, Cody's the swap that they've had for Jay Uso. And, he just and as part of that, he said, well, whoever's drafted for one week can do whatever they bloody want. Here, if they win the belts, I've got no complaints. Like, if that the, belt, the belts allow you to work on both shows, like they're undisputed titles, that is a different... Development to this story and different conversation entirely. I don't get people being worried about Cody and Jay winning these tag titles. The the Judgment Day split is incoming, uh, or at least a reshuffling of it, i.e. Damian Priest potentially going off as world champion, or Finn Balor being removed as... I saw someone mention this. I I do apologise. I can't remember if this is in our comment section for Mm. the video or on Twitter. Someone saying, well, what was the big thing that Rhea said on Monday? She said, if you ain't got belt, don't bother coming in yeah well after saturday Rhea belt mm-hmm. dirty dom belt mm-hmm. damian priest belt mm. finn balor uh-oh bye yeah and imagine if jd mcdonough thought well it's just take your place then the one guy that was backing him from the beginning yeah looks like it's my spot then uh, Damien Priest and Finn. shape for an Irish wrestler. I'll take it. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, he just walks into a silhouette. You know, you like the silhouette effect they do in the ring. The Finn Balor one is somehow there, like already like beamed onto the ring, and he's like, "Well, I'll just step in. Thanks very much." Walks into it like John Cena cutting oh, through that piece of paper. How do they do it? You sure about that? <laughs> um, the last thing on that, I will say, on the Judgment Day thing, is the most exciting elements of those quite drab Seth Rollins Finn Balor matches were the. Moments of hesitation around the briefcase at the end with Balor and Priest. That match has been very quietly well built over the yeah. year. So if they were to do something like that, I'm not suggesting you do a split straight away, but Damien Priest as champion defending against Balor is like has been on the docket for a while. I want to keep these together at least till after war games. Yeah. I don't want the actual split. I just want the right ratchet. He's holding the world frigging title. Yeah. Like Finn Balor's not gonna be okay with that. Like And you've got yeah, you've got the judgment there and then Cody and Jay are champions relatively briefly mm. before a heel tag team takes them off them. How are they going to do that? Because Jimmy's going to cost Jay, obviously. Yeah. He's furious. He's going to think, oh, my God, he's just going to get so paranoid. He's so overcompensating for other stuff. He's going to go, oh, God, Cody and Jay are going to break our record, even though the fact they are years away from that. Yeah. Someone's going to go, oh, my dragon, they could be a better tag team than you and your brother. And he'll go, what? <laughs> no. Have we got our five on five? Let me just think about this. Well, let me let me lay this out. So taking Rhea Ripley out because she'll probably be in there. She could easily work this war games, but if they do a woman's one, she'll probably need for that or a title match. So you've got uh, Damien Priest, world champion. Yeah. Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. Finn Balor. Yeah. JD McDonough. Mm-hmm. And by orders of Roman Reigns, prove yourself to me, Jimmy Uso. Okay. Versus. Have Solo in place of JD. Cody. J. Uh, Kevin, uh, Sammy, uh, and Al. Hey, no. Yeah! That's your five on five, isn't it? Cross yeah, I'd put Solo Morgan. instead of JD. So would you? Yeah. I'd have JD being cheerleader. Well, you see, I would have 
JD be like the guy we'll that... Put, uh, we, they're going to put Roman surely in Survivor Series, aren't they? Oh, no, maybe he's working Crown Jewel, isn't he, against Cena? He is, yeah. He's always an X-Factor. He was good value in the War Games last year, wasn't he? Hey, yo, you're dealing with the X-Factor. <laughs> like the colour scheme. You know you love X-Factor. <laughs> Great thing. Do you know, I saw... Um, Sean Waltman we love, obviously. Oh, yeah. But I saw a clip from some interview he was doing where he said he fought for Uncle Cracker. Like, he was like, oh, my name's Stable, I want an Uncle Cracker song. Like, it was, right. it was they were his band, I guess, and he was just like, no, no, we're using Uncle Cracker. And then, so when that happened, you'd think, WWE, this is, te- uh, Kevin Dunn, terrible music choice, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was the guy, like, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Cracker somehow passed the litmus test. <laughs> Follow me everything Write that down for um, What Culture Christmas Party what? Karaoke Follow me by Uncle Cracker Green Green Grass Followed by Follow Me Yeah, fair enough <laughs> Why don't more infant formula companies Use organic, grass-fed whole milk Instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies Use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies Run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Before we go any further though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? A try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, also on tonight's show, ahead of Fastlane. Uncle you'll... Georgie, like the combined supergroup of the two of them. You'll never guess this, Hamlet. We've got a tag team match, and I'm asking the question, can they coexist? Mm. Because it is, uh, on one side, it is uh, two members of Damage Kataral. Mm-hmm. I'm talking EO Sky and Bailey. And by mm-hmm. the way, loved last week, Bailey thinking she knows what Asuka was shouting in Japanese and booking a triple threat for EO Sky. A really great bit. Again, a match I was underwhelmed with, but a genuinely funny bit. Versus um, Asuka and, oh, I can't remember who her tag team partner is going to be. <laughs> uh, this, this again, Will Vaughn. <laughs> She's winning the freaking belt, I think. Nope. Um, I don't know. 
please do the Jake Cargill thing instead. Aye. Um, again, Check out our podcast. Anyway. Loads, yeah, we've plugged it loads. Fast. It's almost like we're dead excited about Fastlane. How's this happened? Yeah. Um, someone someone uh, messaged me a, a few weeks ago saying, I'm going to Fastlane. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wicked, have a nice time. He's like, yep. The last show I went to was Fastlane 2017. Do you think this will be better? I was like, probably going to definitely be better than that one. Because <laughs> they were like, you know how you're enjoying the Kevin Owens thing and the dynamic Chris Jericho and it's perfect for WrestleMania match. How have we ruined that and just put Goldberg in there? One good thing about Fastlane 2017. What's that? Uh, Roman Reigns forgetting his boots and having to go and buy those black trainers that had the white soles on them. <gasps> like, I think he had it. Like, I think. Double check. Fastlane 2017, if you can get it up online. Got it. There's like... It's got the white Roman Reigns insignia shield in the middle as well. So it just looked like a choice. And I was like, oh, my God, Roman Reigns is getting into WrestleMania fighting shape with his attire. He's going to go with, like, the white combats and flak top against The Undertaker. Oh, yeah, there he is. Such a cool-ass look. Really, that was, like, his first, like, uh, I think it was Braun Strowman's first defeat, if I'm not mistaken. Like, Braun had, and he pretty much had the measure of Roman in the whole feud. But, like, was this the Alvarez one? Remind me, I'm not really... Brian Alvarez ran through it being like, you had all these potential things and you just blew it all off at Fastlane. Yeah, Charlotte and Bailey. Yeah. Um, It was just like, yeah, yeah, you can't do that anymore. She'd never been beaten on pay-per-view. She got beaten on pay-per-view. Roman pinned Braun, so there goes that undefeated streak. Kevin Owens' title reign comes to an end, so him and Jericho can't fight over the belt. Right, call in the end, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar was gutted. But um, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax. Yeah, that was a match. Um, (laughs) I mean, Sasha didn't get hurt, so it got her to WrestleMania for that four-way, but... What uh, else is on? Am I forgetting something? So who have you got? Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Not the one I'm looking at. Oh, God, it's the following year. Sorry. I was, he was wearing really nice stripy trousers. Uh, right, 2017. This is, so this is on the... I wasn't working at What Culture at this point, I don't think. No, I wasn't. WWE Champion AJ Styles. No WWE Championship match on this show. Of course. Why so bother? <laughs> Trying to work out if this happened after Elimination Chamber because that was where Bray won the Chamber and won the. Uh, it was just after the Chamber. So Bray was champion. So Orton's not doing anything. AJ is not doing anything, or is he? Uh, nope, no AJ on this show. I can't think of any. Love of these games at you because you're really good at this. Huh? United States title match. <sighs> no Jericho was. Nope, no US title. Uh, Raw tag team titles are on the line. Debar. Nope. Cesaro was in action against Jinder Mahal. I'll just tell you that one because it was an eight-minute match. The Raw Tag Team Champions. I'll give you a clue. They're still in WWE. Uh, One of them was on SmackDown last week. Gallows and Anderson. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Enzo and Cass. Big Beal, indeed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The show opened with um, Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn. Right, not the two out of three falls match I always talk about from NXT. No. <laughs> it won't surprise you, I know. Uh, then Gallows and Anderson versus Enzo and Cass. Sasha versus Nia Jax. Cesaro versus Jinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rusev was in action. Do you remember who he oh, faced? 2017. 2017. Yeah. I think this would have been Rusev D time. So what would they? How would they book him in that sort of match? Ah, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, they'd book him to lose, wouldn't they? Yeah, <laughs> against the Big Show. <laughs> uh, Neville beat Jack Gallagher. Moving swiftly on. Yeah, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Charlotte Flair, finally losing her uh, pay for you undefeated streak. Yep, just for us, Kevin Owens lost in twenty-two seconds. Sure did. <laughs> I was watching that on the network and in the morning after because oh, I no. was insane back then. I was like, oh boy. This is a going to be a short match, judging by the uh, <laughs> the thing at the bottom. 
And then I was like, Kev, get in the ring, mate. Yeah. Get, Kev, what are you doing? Gets in. Oh, what is this? An episode of Raw? Imagine that. Like, seeing, seeing Thanks, Bill. <laughs> Imagine seeing the short runtime and I think, well, <laughs> one of them's famous for the short matches, but maybe Owens will win. Exactly. Maybe <laughs> they're going to do something different. Maybe Chris Jericho's going to screw this up. <laughs> nope. Um, so, yes, Vaseline. I think we'll be better than Fastlane 2017. I am inclined to agree with you. Um, Ask a Charlotte Flair will be able to co- coexist f- to win the match, I feel. I think so. Um, is this the damage Katarl beginning to the end? Because it certainly felt like that for months, and then they just parked it. Did they want Dakota Kai to get fit and healthy again before they pulled the trigger? Um, I don't like this EO Sky title reign. I almost think you should cut bait and start again when it's proper. So you can almost use Bailey as the lumbering idiot leader of this group to justify getting the title away from her. Um, I'm not, this is the thing, just because I'm predicting it, I'm not advocating for it. I know the stress that people feel when they see Charlotte Flair in a title match. I get it. Like, there's even been that discussion, hasn't there, about like somebody put all the graphics up of all the Charlotte triple threats. And there's this like formula that exists where like she can win a title and not pin a champion and therefore... It's almost like WWE are trying to make you feel, see, it's not our bad. Your favourite didn't lose. We just threw somebody in there to be the sacrificial lamb. <laughs> um, it doesn't work, but nope. that's what they think is the strategy. I can kind of see it going that way. Genuinely, I can. If he all wins, it's, this is the thing. If he all wins, it's probably because of Charlotte Flair. <laughs> like, she will. If she wins, it'll be because Charlotte had Asuka in the figure eight and Asuka's hand is going ready to tap the thigh, just like it did at WrestleMania all those years ago. And Asuka can't hold on. She can't hold on. Moonsault out of nowhere that you weren't oh. instructed to look at, on, and not on Charlotte Flair, Jesus Christ, no, no. on Asuka. And then Eo gets the pin and slides out. And it was like, and Charlotte Flair's looking like, bloody hell. I want a rematch. Here comes Jade Cargill to kick your goddamn ass. Let's have that, please. Yeah. But I, I think could... they're going to be in the position to win the match, Sky and Bailey. And Sky's going to go up to hit that moonsault, and Bailey's going to be like, cheers, tag. Yes, I like that. The blind tag, yeah. Turns around straight into a mist or whatever. Perfect. Per- like, absolutely perfect. No, no, no. That's, hang on. That would involve Asuka getting the win. Let's have Eo about to moonsault Asuka. <laughs> who, is, who is dead and finished and buried. And then Bailey makes a tag. Eo Sky hits the moonsault anyway. And Bailey's like, great, I get to come in and pin Asuka. And then Charlotte runs in and hits Bailey with a big boot. Yeah. And pins her Bailey herself, even though she wasn't legal. Asuka missed Charlotte Flair. She no-sells it. Asuka <laughs> <laughs> mists Charlotte. Charlotte uh, celebrates like that idiotic Newcastle player where her mouth just goes, catches a mist in her mouth and spits it back in Bailey's face. Undertaker did that once against Quang, you know. Did he? It's a spot in a TV match. Nice try, Quang. Yeah, nice try, Quang, but I don't sell mist. Like, he spits the mist, and then Taker's like, (laughs) like, you know me, famous dead man, I'm a mist guy now, catches a mist in his mouth and spits it back. And blinds Quang. Oh, no! <laughs> oyster by me on Patan! <laughs> and it's na- got Jack in it as well. <laughs> Not a good night to be the Quanger. <laughs> um, we have uh, one WWE's hot young prospects uh, in a match on tonight's SmackDown. Um, and Austin Theory's facing Dragon Lee. <laughs> well, you know, um, Austin Theory is rubbish, but... <laughs> This is why sometimes it's okay to have rubbish guys on that have just been around ages. Like, he can lose to Dragon Like, Dragon Lee's going to get a big win here. I hope, because I'm going to factor this in, because there's another match. Rey Mysterio versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah. 
it's going to be a six man at the show. I sense this is probably not going to go to a result because, or maybe you could do that because Bobby Lashley then would be justified in fighting for the US title down further down the line. But we'll get more into the oh my god, oh my god, that US title match in a second. Yep. Um, but Wikipedia is like one. You know, it's Santos, it's Ray, and one other member of the LWO. Maybe it's Cruz del Toro. Maybe it's Joaquin Wild. And I love both of those guys. It's neither of them. It should be Dragon Lee. Street Profits are going to take them out tonight, aren't they? Yep. Um, either in a backstage attack or, for my preference, and seeing as we are kind of folding these two together, it would be in a more organic feeling brawl that breaks out midway through the Rey Mysterio Bobby Lashley match that can allow Ray to pick up the win. But in the distraction, in the chaos and the carnage of it all, Bobby Lashley, I can't believe I'm campaigning for a roll-up here. But, like, Bobby, it is Bobby Lashley and Rey Mysterio. It's a canny big banana peel that Bobby Lashley needs to fall on to lose to Rey. You know, from what we know about WWE and how it looks at figures like these. So Bobby getting beat and being so angry that he leads as a street profit in absolutely decimating them. Uh, I like the way they've gone with this, by the way, that they did have a bit of apprehension about being complete bastards. Yeah. And, right and now they're on, like, okay, fair enough. Right on the go home, it's like, well, how big a bastard do you want to be? And they absolutely put them out to the point where you've got Ray and Santos by the ambulance helping the doctors get the two stretches, like load the two stretches in, Zelina Vega's there, like everybody's just, it's, it's chaos, it's bedlam. And Santos It's is happening like, again, my stable sucks. <laughs> and Santos is like, it's going to be all right, we're, we're, we're going to get you both fine. Like, And one of you will be there for Saturday and Ray's like, like, arm on the shoulder, like a father figure, like, Santos, come on. Like, look, we can't do this. And Santos slaps the arm away. You don't know these guys. I've been with these guys long and Ray. You don't know everything about me, that whole deal. And he's like, they're in, they're in a frigging ambulance, Santos. Like, and then Dragon Lee walks in the shot. I saw what happened. So glad you're here. <laughs> we kind of need you. And Santos begrudgingly agree. He wanted one of his boys. Yeah. But he'll begrudgingly take Dragon Lee. They would then be justified in siding with Santos when, when he eventually turns on Ray. Because yeah. they were like, oh, you dropped us like a bad habit. And immediately went, oh, oh fresh new thing, Dragon Lee. And Dragon Lee walks straight and shot. He's like, I'm hearing right. Ray's like, thank God I've needed someone like you to be loyal. Dramatic look at uh-huh. Santos to me. Like, you, you're like a son to me. <laughs> Santos, where the f- Dead. <laughs> um, and then in the background, because the judgment is still in the building, yes, you see, Dom, you yes, see Dominic yes. sat lingering, taking a look from a distance. Talk me through your experience of one, two, three. Ray Mysterio has retained the United States title. Santos Escobar gets up, looks frustratedly at Ray, mm-hmm. and then appears to swing for him. Oh, Jesus Christ. What a bit of business this was, man. So he. Get, sit down, everyone, because we're going to praise WWE production here for Christ once. Christ almighty, this was good. So, yeah, Ray's won the match, obviously, which we kind of all saw coming, but the magic, as we've discussed now, is not in the if he's going to turn, it's the when it's going to happen. Yeah, that's the most fun thing about a heel turn, isn't it? You know, you go right back to what was one of, a good example of this, like MJF and Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Like, he's a bastard. <laughs> When's, when are we going to see this play out? And uh, I last week, the camera, and you didn't notice it, and that was what was quite impressive, because sometimes WWE like to play these tricks, but then it's this totally unnatural thing, and you're too <laughs> busy going, I've never, ever seen this view of the stage before. Why am I looking here? Yeah. And it's so unconvincing. This one wasn't. It just happened to be so tight in on a celebrating Rey Mysterio and a kind of devastated Santos that you didn't notice that the camera was actually quite a long way above the bottom rope. So I would say, like, the middle rope in terms of the framing, it looked like the bottom rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. unusual for WWE, that. Not one of their shots. So Ray's about to celebrate. And Santos, in a moment, appears to put his arms in the air 
And like his face takes on this like psychotic quality, and you're like, "Oh Jesus, he's snapping right now!" Ray's dead. Ray's dead. He's gonna grab his head and he's gonna slam it into the mat over and over and over again. No, what's happened is the street prophets have pulled his legs and his hands have flailed up, and his face has gone, "What's happening to me?" Yeah. And then he gets slid to the floor. He gets beaten up, and like your heart's racing because you're just readying yourself in that split second for Ray's about to die. Yeah. And then it's like, "Oh no, the the baddies, the baddies, like Ray, help him!" And it, all of a sudden you're back in the kind of like the feeling of you need to stay together. Figure this out. You need to stay together. And look, Santos, Ray's beating you clean. It's kind of you kind of have to be a bit done. Mm-hmm. Work your way back up the rankings to try again in a year's time. Don't take a shortcut, Santos. Uh, what a what a moment that was. I was I was completely on the hook for it. And the beatdown was thus more effective, and it needed to be, because the whole thing was Bobby Lashley's kind of acid testing street profits, wasn't he? Have you got it or not? And just while I'm on this, that bit where Bobby Lashley just puts the arm up from the ramp, like to stop any further interference. Bosh. <laughs> this is how you do it. Like, welcome to 101 <laughs> <laughs> with your teacher, Bobby fing Lashley. That's his stable name, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, 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 I harped on about this on, on Monday. It was just me in the studio by myself <laughs> for half an hour going, this is spectacular it's stuff. really so good. I'm going to go check that out. It's a bit unhinged because it's just me my, by myself with the soundboard. Solar reviews are weird, aren't they? Yeah. I did a couple during Wacky Zimmer. That's strange. Uh, right, well, that's most of the show um, teased, uh-huh. but um, it's Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, sort of like the last day of school before the summer holidays, which means we get to bring the games in. It's time to play the game! Time to play the game! game. (laughs) Just want to shout out um, Nicholas and Phil for their studio rearrangement ahead of the video channel launching. On Uh, Tuesday. It's only minor, and it's probably nothing that you will care about on camera. But for those that have watched the Q&A or the Wrestle Dream review, the two kind of like teaser videos we've done, you'll know what it is we do, force of habit, yeah. when we play a game. And it's never been comfy, lads. Thank you so much. Like, <laughs> my, uh, it is like, it's like playing the game on a cloud. I'm going to break my frigging neck. Is it, yeah, it doesn't look great for you, but I feel like I've been upgraded on a flight. <laughs> um, so I can use both hands. People will know what I'm referencing. But if you don't, go and watch the two videos. What Culture Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Um, All podcasts will remain on the audio feed. Yes, don't worry about that. Uh, So Andy and I reported earlier on this week that WWE are planning a bit more of an AW talent raid. They've Mm -hmm. obviously got Cody, they've got Jay Cargill now. um, And towards the end of this year, end of the year generally is the time that contract season Mm -hmm. happens. And me and Andy have actually done a video, which I believe goes out today. I'll release it as a podcast over the weekend as well, if you want to listen to it whilst you're out and about. Uh, about talent that WWE could actually poach. Your, your Ricky Starks of the world. Your, we suggested maybe Thunder Rosa could be one that they Ooh, could go for. Be interesting yeah. that. Um, but then we played the game of, well, we printed off every single name on the AW roster, put it in a big bowl, and pulled them big out. Big bowl. Big <laughs> bowl. Uh, pulled them out for uh, the next ones that uh, WWE could poach. Okay. We kind of go for more technically, technologically advanced stuff on this podcast. Yes. So I have the AW roster page open in front of me, uh-huh. and I'm scrolling through it. And when you're ready, stop giving them between one and five. And this is the name that we call as the next one that's going to be poached from All Elite Wrestling to WWE. As usual, Pro Evo rules oh, thank apply. Thank God, I was going to say you've seen that roster. Pro Evo rules, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going right. I'm going to stop. Oh, okay. Four. 
I don't know if you know she's still there. Paige Van Zant. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a name for uh, You know what, Wilborn? I'm going to twist. Okay. Uh, stop. Four. Well, we can wrap it up after this one. The name going from All Elite Wrestling to, uh, to WWE. Maybe even complete with, you know, a new arrival. You want to shake things up, so maybe you want to switch some face or just switch the meal. It doesn't really matter, because, well, well, it's the big show. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what if I, like, turn 36? We'll pick, oh. that, we'll pick up that video that we did a couple that of years back. I, I, honestly, I watched that video a while back, and I think I have some sort of breakdown in it. <laughs> I've got foil on my head at one point. Because <laughs> it's like, basically, it was, I had, I, oh, before this disclosure, I hadn't watched those sort of early days yeah, before yeah. Paul... That's Paul White. <laughs> and I was like, you would, I think you'd written it, hadn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I did the article. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what's this from the early stages where he's like tagging with The Undertaker? Yeah. It, it was um, like, if you think that he was sort of tagging with The Undertaker in September 1999. So funny because they just bring him in and they go, this is the guy. And then like, wait a second, he's not the guy. Yeah, this got pinned by Steve Austin after three weeks. <laughs> like years of that WCW thing of like... Vince McMahon would know what to do with that guy. And then 20 years later, he didn't, and he left. Like, the um, I, September 99, whatever it was, Undertaker and Big Show was like, I'm going to train you work, big man. Nice driving out on sleep. We're going to ride bags and eat snakes. Like, the whole deal. Undertaker has to go off and take an injury. That's September, right? Right. November. November is when the Big Show is on the back of his dead dad's coffin, being dragged out of a funeral home by the big boss man as, like, the babyface world heavyweight champion. I, it was just carnage. You had a year take place in a month yeah, in that era. Yeah, it was bonkers, that um, one. I, we got, was it 33 when we first, which so I want to say was probably about 2019, 2020 that was Easy. recorded. So three years since he's had, like, well, off the top of our heads. He had a he, WrestleMania main event. Yeah, where he came out as a baby face, a big smile on his face. He was like, Drew, you bitch, I'm taking the title. So that's a heel turn. Like, uh, <laughs> Do you remember when Drew did that? Or was it Goldberg? It, it, and they were like, haven't said it. Oh, anything. God, yeah. And Goldberg said, it was Drew, all that stuff you were talking. Just like, they were like, Billy run, hasn't said it yet, mate. Running short on time, set so to send him out there before Drew had done the setup. And he was like, Goldberg, <laughs> <laughs> Drew, I'm sick of you disrespecting legends. You think we can't, you know, we're not fitting over this. <laughs> no bell. <laughs> <laughs> See, so they were going to call um, Drew McIntyre and Matt Riddle McRiddle, by the oh, way. Oh, God. I what saw. could have been? Oh, do you know what? I found a Reddit thread. Remember, because we was it the Glass Bros that made it to television? Yeah. And I remember searching. It, this might be the best Reddit thread ever. I know, low bar. But um, are you ready for these two? Two names. Uh, you know what? That's fun. <laughs> Wilborn, on the spot, you're really creative. But have you got a name, potentially, that these could have been called? Uh... Scottish weed. Hang on, I should be able to do this. Uh, <laughs> Potland. Really good. Really good, but wrong. Right. First one. The Highlanders. Ah, oh, yeah, of course. And this I think you're really going to sit in the crowd of the impact as well. Indeed. And this one, Jesus Christ, the Beb, right? The sword and the stoned. Oh my god, that's really good. That's a Reddit. Matt, why didn't you screw this up? A Redditor did that. Someone on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, so you sticking with Big Show? Or you're no, on. No, we're going to twist one last time. Okay. 
Stop. Oh, brother. Come on. You got one one to five, don't forget. I only got one shot. See, that makes me think I should be going with five. Sod it. I was going to say four. Five. Right, well, this might give away number five. I'll tell you right now, mm-hmm. if you said one, yep. you would have not liked this hat because it's on Jake Hager's head. Oh, man! I've... You <laughs> it up! You said two. Yeah. Uh, hang on, I just got to write down that swear. <laughs> It'd have been Jay Lethal. Yeah. You said three. Yeah. You'd have been a member of the Bing Bing Gang. No, wait a minute. H-I. You said three. It'd have been Jay White. Yeah. You said five. If you just said four. Yeah. It'd have been uh, Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Which means. Yeah. Our pick for the latest. Yeah. AW <laughs> star poached to WWE. Um, I pretty, it's pretty easy if, rather than have I say the name if I just spell it out. Yeah. It's J-E. Yeah. <laughs> Double F. Yeah. Jarrett. Yeah. Woo, <laughs> Smackdown's back. I mean, it would never went away, but I think we found the person who actually should dethrone Roman Reigns. Oh, Christ. Oh, yeah. Finish. Sorry, Cody. <laughs> Start the story. Get him in the rumble. 29 guitars. 29 losers over the top row. I feel like you should do the, the full name now. I... I I pissed about with his actual introduction, and now it's one of those things where, like, if we say something on the podcast and I don't press the button, it makes me feel weird. That's J double F, ha ha, J double I E double T, Jeff Jarrett. Should we go out? <laughs> we'll go out with Jarrett Davies. I'm on the massive drink tomorrow, you know. Oh, yeah. First time about three, not like, you know, people have their own different relationships with drink. I have a. What I would consider to be a relatively normal one, but I just um, don't drink much at home, so I save it for a dangerous binging. <laughs> and I, uh, <laughs> haven't, uh, again, we are not an advisory podcast in any respect, and I, uh, I haven't done that for about two months. Uh, and I'm meeting up with some, it's 20 years since uh, the four of us all started university wow. together. And we have gone off in different paths, different lives, all that kind of stuff, and we're all meeting up tomorrow for the first time in absolutely ages. Going to... Oh, I'll probably look forward to it and then uh, reminisce and be crying by five. Can't wait. <laughs> Love right. it. Went to like university in the northeast as well, so we had plenty of nights out in Newcastle. So we'll no doubt go back to try and hit the bars that we used to go to, find that either they have closed or we look like dangerous threats to the customers. So should be good. Should be good. All of us got kids. We're too tired. It'll be day drinking and we'll be done by six. <laughs> we'll have a great time. Yeah, we'll do. And you have a great time if you're watching SmackDown tonight. Oh, they will do. They absolutely will do. Uh, let us know your thoughts ahead of tonight's show and ahead of Fastlane uh, on X at What Culture WWE. Actually, they can follow both of us. You can probably follow uh, Michael Hamlet's progress on Saturday <laughs> at at Michael Hamlet. And it's just occurred to me that if I was to tell them that I might be leaving early to watch wrestling. Because I lived with them in first year, they might not even know that I watched it the first time because a year's that time where you still hide it from people, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, he keeps getting uh, tapes delivered. It's porn. It's porn. He <laughs> like, gets like these videotapes in brown envelopes. I don't know where they're coming from. And I'm just opening up these brown envelopes. It's like six episodes of Raw and Smackdown that my parents have taped and sent up in the post. It's, like, it's just pornography. It's just hardcore porn. I'm going to be in my room for three hours. If you hear me screaming, it's just all the porn. They put their ear up next to the door. Let's, let's listen to what he's, uh, what he's uh, watching. Yes, he is porn, yeah. You think so, but it was 2003, 2004. It was Reign of Terror stuff. Can <laughs> 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 yeah, sad wanks? Follow me on exit at what culture WWE. Follow us all. Uh, no, what? I'm Adam <laughs> Wilborn. We're at what culture I love, WWE. I love this. Like, I love Eric already. 
I haven't even met the guy. Broke my brain. Love him. He has broken your brain. This yeah. is brilliant. Uh, me and Sid will be here later on to uh, preview AW Collision. You've got Wrestle Culture with a hashtag Bloody Good Quiz coming your way. Um, and me and Hamlet will be back on Monday not to review SmackDown because it'd be bloody pointless. Mm-hmm. Instead, to review WWE Fastlane. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.